the night. Fueled by McCafe. Barista made coffee 24 7. Kristen and Nigel on Mix 106.3. Uh, this morning, we are, amongst many other things, talking about this bloke in upstate New York who woke up one morning to find a massive safe <laughs> in a field on his property. And on the safe I was a note. I don't feel like this happens to anyone else. I feel I've, like there was crews there and they were filming a reality show. It's crazy. How it ended up there, nobody knows. The, and he's been note, trying to open it. Well, he did, He and some of the local people have had a crack but have failed to open it. Um, and, in fact, the farmer has now had the safe moved somewhere and hidden it. Because he's over he's, it. He, he's decided he doesn't want to open it. Nah. The, the note on the front said you can keep whatever's inside it if you can manage to open it. I don't think um, I'd want to open it either. I wouldn't be that curious because I would be scared it would be like a bomb or something. Or an angry bear. <laughs> that it's just going to attack you as soon as you open the door and then they'll go, ha, you've been punked. <laughs> um, but anyway, I told but you... you we, found here at the radio station, here. We, we had the same thing happen. Well, yeah. I mean, it didn't just turn up. We found it in the back of our promotion shed. Right. We were doing a big clean-out of all the old equipment mm. and everything and someone found this safe. It, it Nowhere near as big as the one in New York, but it, oh, no, it was maybe two or three feet high. Uh, it's pretty big. And, and yeah, sort of roughly cubic shape. Mm. Big old heavy safe and nobody knew what was in it. The The longest serving staff member at the time I think was me and I didn't remember ever seeing the safe. So mm. nobody knew. We, for, for a couple of weeks, tried to open it ourselves. We mm. couldn't figure out how to do it. Uh, and then we got a professional safe cracker in and he busted it open for us finally. We all gathered round. Okay. They busted the safe what open. What was in the safe at work? A whole bunch of slightly water-damaged, boring, pointless paperwork. <laughs> from and what we year? were so disappointed. From what decade? Oh, from when the station first opened back in, oh. I want to say, the late 60s, early 70s. And do you wish you never opened it and just kind of always wondered? Or yeah. do you think the not knowing would kill you even nah. years on or decades nah. on? I, I agree with what this bloke in New York's done. Put the safe aside. <laughs> remember that it's there, but never open it. And Hang on to the good, excitement. Good life lesson. Nothing is as good as how it plays out in your head. Exactly. Just saying. The anticipation is always it's better, better than, the than the real thing. Yep. Yep. Wow, jeez. Unless you're having a 21-year-old scotch, in which case it's usually <laughs> as good as you imagine, if not better. Kristen and Nige on Mix 106.3. We need to introduce our friend Cam Sullings here to mm. a concept uh, that he has yet to come across. How a old are bit- you? Yeah. Old, how, how many decades? Old enough, old to, enough. Know about, to know about this. A few more decades so. than me and you, Nige, yep. and uh, I can't believe you've never heard of this concept. And so either can I, frankly. Well, he's only got five years on me, but um, uh, Cam has never come across the concept of a shower beer. Now, we, we were going to talk about this on the show yesterday, like yep. everyone else in the country was talking about it yesterday, but we just <laughs> ran out of time. Um, uh, you may have seen the story floating around about a Dutch woman, uh, an expat, who's moved to Australia. Her boyfriend lives here, and she was in his bathroom doing whatever and noticed that he had an empty Corona bottle yeah. in the shower next mm. to the shampoo and the conditioner and everything. She's like, "What? what's up with that? And he's <laughs> like, well, it was, it was one of my shower beers. And she's <laughs> like, one of your what? Um, and a shower beer... I don't know how you haven't come across this. Well, look, okay, I, you're one of the blokiest Aussie blokes I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, I've had a beer in the bathroom, getting ready to go out or whatever. But I've never actually no, got to be in the shower. Never had a it's, beer in the shower. It's the magical contrast, mm. Cam, of the of the steaming hot water, right. and the icy cold beer. Yep. Mm. It just makes both of those mm. things more intense and enjoyable. So it's, it's like getting out of a hot spa into a nice cold swimming pool. You, you know what? It's a similar vibe, a right. similar feeling to that. Yes. For me, it's not an enjoyment like that, no. 
Marge. For me, it's just a time thing. I mean, what do you do in the shower? Not much. Well, so I, it's I, just like you may I as well mean, get on the beers early. If you're going to go out for beers, you may as well crack so one Just Can early. we just back up for a second there? Mm, mm, yeah. Mm. What do you do in the shower? Not much. Well, other I than mean, stand there and wash yourself, well, you still have moments to ponder. Oh, man, I really don't. Really? How long, get in, get how it long done. do you have a shower for? What well, is your me, standard okay. average shower time? Let me put this yeah. in perspective and okay. answer that question for you. Uh, a couple of years ago, one of the local raiders, I can't mm. remember who it was, was on an Actu AGL commercial for water saving. It was uh, one of those right. ones like, you know, here's I'm what thinking I'm doing. definitely see a Soliola. This bloke, whoever it was, said, and I quote, mm. I have cut my shower down by five minutes. Mm. mm. Right, it's a big. T- that's a big. Now, a big if, chunk if to I cut cut out. my shower down by five minutes, I would be into the negative. Yeah. If if you can't clean yourself and shampoo your hair in five minutes, then I, what the hell are you doing in the shower? Uh, I suppose now a beer. you can use beer as a time as a time frame now because I mean you would have well, heard you, the same. You, you know, measure how, it. Yeah. How long does it take to get to the coast if you if you're not driving, you're in a minibus? About, probably, about twelve beers. About twelve beers. <laughs> yeah. Now it's a, it's a measurement of time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've now. Never used it like how long do you have a shower? Oh, about half a beer. Half a beer. Cam, that works. Next time you have a shower, or you're you maybe on the weekend. I will. Yeah. I'm definitely going to try it. Put some oils on. Do you have like a speaker thing you can, or just the radio? No, my daughter's got one of those. Oh, you need just, to get yourself a speaker no. that hooks up to your iPhone. Do you not have one of them? You know, I don't oh have gosh. an iPhone. I know just what you're getting. For oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. And get yeah. your daughter to put on midnight oil for R- you. Right. Yeah. Have a beer in yep. the shower. Okay. It'll change your life, mate. Okay. Report back to us on Monday. <laughs> I'll yeah. do that just for you too. Shower's going to be hot. Right. Beer's got to be cold. Kristen and Nige on Mix 106.3. We are discussing the John Oliver Memorial Sewage Plant so uh, cool. in Connecticut over in the USA uh, that's been named after John Oliver after he got stuck into a town in Connecticut. The mayor got wind of it and went, right, well, we've had enough of you, pal. Uh, we're going to name our sewage plant after you. Uh, and here's a quote from the mayor. Mm. Uh, why did we name uh, the, the, the John Oliver Memorial Sewer Plant? Mm. Uh, because it's full of crap just like <laughs> you, John, is his official answer. It's all fun and games. It's oh, all tongue-in-cheek. Life goal, Nige, to have something named after you. you think so. Goal, even a sewage plant. Indeed. Brett from Banks joins us. I didn't think we'd get any calls for this. Mm. Um, we want to know about things you've had named after you. Brett, you reckon you've had a chairlift named after you? A, a chair on a chairlift. So chair number uh-huh. 23 on the Freedom Chair at Guthiger is the beady chair. Oh, so dude! Did, and do you just pay awesome. heaps of money to get it named after you, or did it, was it actually assigned to you by someone else? Oh, we bought season passes, so I suppose we paid a lot of money. Oh, and they just said, here's a chair, mate. Which one do you want? Uh, it, was a comp- it was a competition. If you bought a family pass, you went into the draw. Oh. And they drew out 123 families and or however many chairs there are on the chairlift, and we were one of the people who got it. Oh, Dude, amazing. That is actually awesome. I love that. And how many years have you had the chair for? Like, do you obviously go down every season. It sounds like you're avid skiers. So do you still, like, yep. do you get excited when you just randomly get the chair? Each season? Oh, yeah, because the chances of getting it are pretty slim because there's normally that many people yeah. there. And oh, you mate. You occasionally push, hold back and jump on your own chair. And yeah. Good. Oh, that's oh, I would dream. refuse to get on any chair but mine <laughs> if, if that was the case. Uh, thanks very much for oh, that, Brett. Now, yeah, that is amazing. Young Greg in Charnwood, good morning. How are we this morning? Yeah, doing all right, buddy, doing all right. Uh, what's the app? What have you had named after you? Well, it's after the, after the family name. We've got a university in America called Clemson University. Clinton or Clinton, did you say? Clemson. Clemson. Clemson University. Clemson University. It's huge. And that's named after your family, is that right? After our family name, yes. Oh, so 
Wow. So wow, who you in your that, John Oliver. <laughs> who is the high achiever in your in your family, Greg? Well, it'd have to be me. <laughs> well, obviously, yeah, yeah. So is yeah. it named after you personally, or is it named after a great, great, great grandfather? Oh, great, 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 somewhere back down in the line through history. Amazing. Yeah, well, how old do you think Greg is, Tamara? Damn. No, I don't. He, there's universities that <laughs> pop up all the time, Nige, and he sounds like a high achiever. He certainly does. <laughs> wow, Greg, I, mate, that is tough to beat. In fact, you've even beaten John Oliver with that one, as far as I'm concerned. Well done. Yeah, now, I've got John Oliver. They've probably got their own sewage treatment there. That's the size of a bar from the look of it. <laughs> wow. Clemson University, just outside of Atlanta, <laughs> Nige. Okay, Atlanta, Georgia, down in the deep south. Between Atlanta and Charlotte. Good on you. Well Good done, Greg. You, Greg. Not a problem. Oh, that's awesome. I, I genuinely didn't think we'd get a single call about that. We need We need to... We need to have bigger goals, Nige. I know, me right? And you. Yeah, yeah. I, well, this kind of I mean, you've way. got a radio show after you. Yeah. You've got your own hour between 9am and 10am called, um, what's it called? Nights 106.3, yeah. Nights 106.3. Yeah, you're right. That's, a, that's better than a sewage plant too. Yeah. I'll take that. Thank you, Tamara. Not as good as a university though. Kristen and Nige, fueled by McCafe. Barista-made coffee 24-7. On Mix 106.3.